0: Welcome to Nice Bossy with Emma Siebold. What's nice bossy, you ask? Well, I came up with the phrase nice bossy to help my vivacious and very forthright daughter understand how she can be a strong and confident leader who gets what she wants through being nice and using her manners. I believe you can be powerful and successful without compromising kindness, empathy, or your contribution to the world. I'm living proof as I've done just that with my businesses Bar Body and Bend. This podcast is all about going for and achieving your life and business dreams in a way that's aligned with your heart and values. I founded Bar Body nine years ago and have grown it into the highly profitable multi-million dollar business it is today. I lead with love, make smart strategic decisions, take calculated risks, and tenaciously go for my dreams. I've had many a struggle and hardship, but ultimately, the biggest personal and professional growth has been born of my toughest times. I've learned so much along the way, and I am excited to share my journey, success secrets, and special sauce with you so that you may live your dreams, build a profitable business, and lead with love too. Let's get into it together. Hey there. This is Emma. I am pretty darn excited to be recording the very first episode of my podcast, Nice Bossy. I am at home in my office. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see what my office looks like. But if you're listening to me, I am just so delighted to be with you today. I've been wanting to start a podcast for a really long time And of course, I had all of those doubts like there's enough podcasts, what have I got to say, who'd want to listen, I won't get a big following and I thought about all of that stuff and I decided that none of it mattered because the bottom line is I do have a story to tell and I have some wisdom, I hope that you'll think so too, but I have some wisdom to impart and I have a lot to share and so I just decided to go for it. And that's a really nice segue into today's podcast episodes topic, which is I took a really big risk and it paid off. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I tell you a little bit about me first. I am a Melbourne girl, born and bred. I moved to Sydney about a few years into my marketing career, and I really, really loved Sydney, and that's sort of where my heart stayed for a long time. And then I moved to Byron Bay, and I live in Mullumbimby, which is just outside of Byron. And my life is pretty darn magical. But that's not what I'm going to talk to you about. I'm going to talk to you about the big risk that I took. So when I was pregnant with my first little bubba... My husband and I had a really big chat about, we were living in Bondi at the time and my husband and I had a really big chat about whether or not we could afford to live in Sydney on one salary and overwhelmingly both of us realized that that just couldn't happen. So we certainly couldn't live the lifestyle that we wanted to live in Bondi on just one salary and added to that, I'm a Melbourne girl and so... I wanted to go home and be near my mama when I had my first baby, which a lot of women do. And so we decided the first part of the risk was we decided that we would pack everything up and move to Melbourne. And we decided actually to move in with my beautiful mama. And she is the most wonderful person in, on. Um, she's just amazing and wonderful. And she said we could come and live with her and stay there as long as we liked. And the plan had been for us to start our own business, not Bar Body, that came a little bit later, but the plan was to start a recruitment agency. And so my husband had had a background in recruitment and obviously knew a lot about recruitment. He's very, 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 very strong sales element to his career. And so the idea was that he would start this recruitment business and that I would be his kind of marketing go to and support person. So my background is I have a marketing degree and at that time I'd worked in marketing for about 10 years. So knew a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff and I'd also worked on a startup for some investors. So had a really good grounding in how to start a business at that time as well. And so we moved to Melbourne. We moved in with my beautiful mama and we started the process of starting this recruitment agency and everything was going pretty well. It's a hard slog. Anyone who started a business knows what it's like. It's a really hard slog. You've really got to put your heart and soul into it. And so we had started this business and my husband was working really hard and I was working really hard in the background to build the website, develop the social media presence, develop the branding all of sort of the marketing elements and also to provide lots and lots of support to him at a strategic, from a strategic perspective. So fast forward a little bit, we would have what I like to call strategy meetings every single day. And I call them strategy meetings, but really just between you and I, it was strategy meeting was a euphemism for come for a walk with me and the baby honey. So we would walk around the Maribyrnong River. My mum lived in Ascot Vale. We would walk around the Maribyrnong River and we would plan his day. So we would plan the calls that he was going to make, the work that he was going to do, and we would do that together. And on one of these walks, I said to him, honey, there's this thing that I keep reading about and hearing about in the States called Bath. Now, at the time, I was already a yoga teacher. I was already deeply invested into the health and wellness space. That's my absolute passion and was my purpose then. My purpose has evolved a bit now. And now I really feel like my purpose is beyond growing my amazing businesses. I really want to start helping women grow their businesses too. So, But that's a little side note for you. So Yeah, my purpose, and I'm I'm very deeply connected to health and well being. And as I said, I was a yoga teacher. I was already a health coach and I had spent two years, the two years before moving to Melbourne, so before falling pregnant, I'd spent two years working for a group of investors on a business called Urban Remedy Cleanse, which was a juice detox program. And taking that from woe to go was an incredible experience. I kind of liken it to an MBA in smalls, in startups, but on the ground. So it was a really incredible experience for me. So yes, we're on this walk. And I said, honey, there's this thing called bar. It's really, you know, it seems to be really huge in the States and no one's doing it in Australia. And my husband, no word of a lie, turned to me and said, you should do that. You should totally do that. And I looked at him and I said, but I've never had any... Ballet training, I haven't done any ballet at all. And so for those of you who are new to bar and don't know what it is, after ScoMo's big gaffe last year, calling it barre, bar is a fusion of yoga. Well, we fuse yoga with it, I should say. It's a fusion. It's sort of an exercise style using the ballet bar. So sort of a Pilates meets ballet conditioning style of exercise. So anyway, hubby says to me, honey, you should totally do this. And I looked at him and I said, But I don't have any, like, and I'm talking none. The only ballet experience I have, my dad loves to tell this story. It was when I was living in America and I was six, and he took me to a ballet class, left me there, came back, you know, half an hour later, and he walks in the room and all of the girls are lined up at the bar next to the mirror with the teacher practicing plies and I was off in front of the mirror twirling around and looking at myself. So hopefully that doesn't describe me as a person altogether, but it certainly described my aptitude and attitude towards ballet as a child. So no ballet experience whatsoever. And a little spoiler alert, fake it till you make it is a very, very big part of my attitude towards starting a business. But I'll talk, definitely talk more about that as this podcast series goes on. So hubby says to me, you should absolutely do it. And I just, I think that I was sleep deprived and a little bit sort of crazy. I didn't find motherhood as easy as I expected it to be. And I don't mean in the sense that I thought I'd have an amazing sleep or anything like that. Or a, I didn't have these preconceived notions that motherhood itself would be easy, but I did think that my sort of falling into it would be really natural and, you know, I'd be this wonderful earth mother goddess. But it wasn't really the case. It was kind of, and as is often the case for women who have their baby, their first baby, they get this big shock and it doesn't quite click straight away. And that was certainly the case for me. And so I think that there was a big element for me in entertaining this idea of starting another business with a three-month-old baby. So Xavier, who's my son, who's now nine and a half, was three months old then. And I'm entertaining this idea of starting a business, I think, because working is a little bit of a safe space for me. It's something I've always been really good at. I'm a high achiever, sort of a little bit of a type A personality. And so there was elements for me of, okay, well, let's if this motherhood thing isn't as comfortable as I thought it would be, let's do this other thing. Let's do this business thing, which I know that I'm good at. And I know that I love health and wellness. And I I really missed, even after only three months not working, I really, really missed. And I was working. That's the thing. I was supporting my husband, but I did really miss having my own projects and my own sort of wellness related work. And so I think the combination of me being sleep-deprived and wanting something to sink my teeth into something practical that I was good at and the passion of my husband saying, just do it. My husband is just gorgeous. He's amazing, one of the most beautiful human beings you'll ever meet. He is what my mum had always described as a magical thinker. So he has big ideas and big dreams and big visions. And I'm a little bit more practical than him, but he's the magical thinker. And he said to me when I was in this sleep deprived, probably quite impressionable state, you should do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so we decided, I think it was on that walk. We were like, yep, okay, we're going to do it. And I went and asked a few people what they think, what they thought, the people that I respect and One of the conversations I remember really clearly was asking my dad whether I should do it. My dad has always been my biggest champion, probably my dad and my brother and mom, of course, but certainly my dad and my brother were very, very big champions of mine. And obviously Matt is like a huge champion, but I went to dad and I said, dad, what do you think? You know, we still have a bit of money, so we didn't have a whole lot of savings. I was just to clarify somewhere between 30 and 31. And uh, we didn't have a lot of savings, but we had a chunk of money, which I'll talk about in a future episode. I'll really dive deep into what we did with that money and how we did end up starting Bar Body. But we had an amount of money. And I said to my dad, dad, what do you think about this idea? It's a risk because, you know, it might not work. We might lose all of our money, blah, 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 blah. And I remember I was on the phone walking, sort of doing laps around my mum's garage just to have some privacy and have this conversation. And I remember him saying to me, Em, you're so clever, you're so employable, the worst thing that could happen is that you have to go and get a job. And I was like, wow, he's right. It's not a huge risk. It's not a big risk. I mean, it was a big risk, but, you know, ultimately if you look at the absolute worst case scenario, the worst thing that could happen, what does that look like and how does that feel? And is it is it as bad as what you're imagining or, or the feeling of failure that you imagine? So that was a really pivotal moment for me because I went, yeah, actually, I, I can get another job. I can get a job. Matt can get another job. And so in that moment, sort of those two moments, the one with Matt where he said, do it. And the one with my dad where he said, yeah, absolutely do it. That was when I decided that I was going to do it. I was going to start this bar studio with no ballet experience whatsoever. And I can tell you, we are now nine and a half years in. So I opened the doors to the very first studio only three months after that conversation, so three months after the walk around the river deciding to start a business. I created the brand, the website, everything, the workout. Again, it's a story for another podcast episode, but did it all in three months. We opened the doors and, you know, there was a big part of me thinking maybe no one will come. And I had this backup plan that if nobody came, I would turn it into a yoga studio because I'd been a yoga teacher for a long time. And I felt like I could definitely make, make that work really well. And so that was sort of my backup plan. But what was really incredible was that from day one, so we had a strategy to open the studio, one that I had learned from one of my previous jobs at Wagamama. I was the marketing manager for Wagamama and Whenever Wagamama opened a restaurant, they would have what's called a free preview. They'd have preview nights. And the idea was that you would get clients to pre-register for these previews. So they would have to sign up. So it wasn't just like come to the restaurant on these two days. They would have to sign up to get their place in the sitting, either the lunch sitting or the dinner sitting. And so there was a sense of, I guess, a sense of privilege, a sense that you've, it's really a value because you can't just turn up. You have to register and then be invited. So I did the same thing with the opening of Bar Body. I did a week of preview classes and I spent a whole lot of time pre-marketing the business and trying to get people to sign up for this preview week and it worked. And we had a bunch of people, some classes we had nobody turn up. There wasn't many of those, but there were certainly a couple where nobody at all turned up, but overwhelmingly most classes had at least two to 10 people in them. And so we had this preview week and what I was, you know, really nervous. What if they don't like it? I've created this bar style, created this whole bar, you know, my idea of what bar is because there was no trainings for bar back then. Again, that's, I have so much fodder for future episodes where I'll talk about how I I basically envisaged and created this workout and sort of cheated a little bit that very much the fake it till you make it part but people didn't know bar there was no nobody in Australia unless they'd been to the states and done bar this is you know remember this is going back nine and a half years ago nobody knew what it was but they came they came to the previews and they loved the class and I remember just being blown away by the amount of people who would say to me after doing the two week intro, I've never enjoyed exercise before. I've never liked the gym. I've never liked aerobics classes. I've never liked Pilates, it's too boring for me. Yoga's too slow. Whatever it is, I love this. And I was just so, like, so excited and so heartened. And my thought was that if these people who don't even know bar is a thing, like the trend hasn't even hit, I am bringing the trend to Australia. These people don't even know that it's a thing and they're loving it and saying, I want to come back. I want to sign up as a member. Then I am absolutely onto a winner. And I was, we were. I mean, the studio, our tiny little studio that I think we fit 18 people in just got busier and busier and busier. And so within A year and two months, we opened our second studio. And then from then, it was just an avalanche of studios. My hubby and I were just so excited. We were always, you know, absolutely, we were high on this business, high on the fact that people couldn't get enough of bar. And I'd done a lot of work to build the bar category in Australia and done a lot of media, a lot of work to get everyone really excited, get everyone talking about it and yeah we opened I think six studios in two years like it was huge we ended up with 10 studios at the height of our studio business and it all happened really really quickly and just this most amazing ride and so when I say I took a big risk, I absolutely did take a big risk. You know, the first part of that risk was a little bit earlier on, which was leaving my marketing career. So that's, again, another story for another podcast about how I ended up working for these investors on the juice cleanse business. But I took a big risk when I, you know, effectively quit my job or I actually took a voluntary redundancy from my job and just decided to do something completely different. And the decided that I didn't want to be, I didn't want to work for anyone else anymore. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to be the master of my own destiny. And so Bar Body was born. And that second risk was, you know, throwing all of our remaining money into leasing a studio space, creating a brand, believing that we could make something magical. And we did. And so now all these years on, we have this thriving studio business. We have an incredible online business. So we have Barbody online as well, which is our online platform for people who want to work out at home, which we had, one of the first things I did with Barbody was started doing online workouts. They were free. So the Barbody online has been in existence since 2012. So we've been online for a really long time. So when COVID hit, We were just ready to go. We had our online studio already. We didn't have to scramble like many other people in the industry did. So, Bar Body Online is really amazing. We've got thousands and thousands of users. We have hundreds of workouts, live live stream classes every day, and new content challenges. Like it is the bomb. And then I also have as part of my business our teacher training. So, Bar Body teacher training. We do Pilates mat, Pilates reformer, and bar, as well as tons of short courses on injuries pre and postnatal teaching social media and marketing different we have different courses for different using different props how to teach cardio how to teach stretch so meditation and shavasana that's another one of my favorites so we've got all of these courses so we have and it's all online we have this incredible business this teacher training business so we do our big courses Pilates mat Pilates reformer and bar we do them in person as well as online so this huge business. And then I've got my baby studio in Byron Bay called Bend. So really grown this incredible, from this, this risk that I took, this, this moment of being brave and saying, I don't want to settle for a life than, that is less than what I was destined to live. That risk, that moment, taking that chance, believing in myself has led to this, you know, this incredible empire and this amazing platform that I now have. And then this year in 2021, I guess the next risk, which doesn't really feel like a risk because now all of these years on, I really do believe in myself, but I guess it's a risk of some sort. We've bought the house next door to us and we're turning it into a retreat house for not for Pilates or bar retreats necessarily, that that might happen, but for business women, So who want to come away with me for a week and spend a week with me working on different areas of either their startups. So they might be in the early stages. They've got an idea or they've got an established business that they want to grow. So that's my big project for 2021. I really want to work with women to start and grow their own businesses. So I'm very, very excited about that. And I feel like I have so much to offer and so much to share. So from this risk has grown this most incredible life for me and my family and I am just so damn excited about what's to come. So that is the podcast, my very first episode. I am just so beyond excited. I have about 23 episodes already planned and they just rolled off all these things that I've experienced in business. I've been through so many heartbreaks and hardships so I'm going to talk a lot about resilience, getting back up again. I've had you know lost family members. I've had business struggles. We almost went under a couple of years ago. So I'll talk about that. I'll talk about our growth strategies. I'll talk about my personal, how I live my most magical life, so my own practices, what I do to motivate myself, how I... Balance motherhood and business, how I reconcile, you know, wanting to be really successful, but also wanting to make an impact in the world. I have so much to share with you. So I hope that you will subscribe and come along for the journey. And as I think you hear in every single podcast, it would be really wonderful if you could subscribe and leave a review because the reviews really help me in my journey. And I want to help you in your journey. So, yeah, it would be lovely if you would do the same. But thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I cannot wait to share more magic with you. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you want more from me, visit my website, emmasebold.com, for show notes and all sorts of goodies. Or follow me on Instagram at emmasebold underscore. Thanks again for listening and I hope I can help you live your richest, most magical, most successful and aligned life. Until next time.